Hello everyone, and happy Fearless Taylor's Version release day. Well, we're recording it on Taylor's Fearless Version release day, but uh, you're going to probably hear this about in two days' time, but we're very excited about that, and we're just going to jump right into talking about it. Fuck the intro. We don't even do an intro anyway. Katie's also <laughs> here. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, very exciting day today. Um, we will remember this day not as Prince Philip's death, but as Oh Fearless God, Day's yeah, day. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. He was like a racist anyway. We don't we don't care. Yeah. He was 99. He had a long life. He did. I'm just upset his wife never got to give him a congratulations letter. Yeah, no, I said that on my Instagram. I was like, oh, such a shame that he didn't make it to 100 because he would have got all Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I even tweeted it. I thought it might blow up, but it didn't. It hasn't, had a, it hasn't got a single like. <laughs> you want me to go like it now? Make you feel better? Yeah, yeah go on, go on. Yeah, go on. Okay, will do. <laughs> I feel like um, a BBC breakfast presenter, you know, like going like, hey. Okay, so let's talk about the album. Well, actually, first of all, should we talk about the song she released a couple of days ago? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to hear a funny Prince Philip joke just before we start? Go on. It might not be appropriate. No, it is appropriate, but like, you know, he just died today. But anyway. Oh, I've forgotten it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So do you ever think that when the Queen and Prince Philip are lying in bed together, R.I.P., and she ever pulls the covers up over her, like right to her neck, and goes to him, look, Philip, I'm a stamp. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> because it's just her face. Because it's just her face. I'm a stamp. <laughs> Do you know what? I reckon, I reckon so. I reckon so, yeah. That's funny. That's good, that's good. Well, um... She can't do that anymore. I do feel bad for the Queen, I'm not gonna lie. Like it's pretty I mean, I don't I don't know. It's not sad, is it? He lived a long life, but like at the same time, it's always sad when your husband of 70 odd years dies, isn't it? Yeah. I mean Harriet Harriet was on the phone to grandma and she was like, Elizabeth the second's husband died, but I heard Elizabeth's second husband. So I was like, she's been married before. And people were like, no, she's the second Elizabeth. And I was like, oh yeah. That's such a weird way to say Prince Philip died. Elizabeth II's husband died. Yeah, and like, why are you saying Elizabeth II? Just say the Queen's husband. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, poor Lizzie. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm like low-key, not a royalist, so. No, I just hope we have like a national holiday. And it, every, he died and then everyone was like, bank holiday, bank holiday, bank holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that um, someone said like, at least Margaret Thatcher and Prince Philip had the good grace to die one day apart so we can have a two-day party to celebrate. <laughs> Lol. Anyway, moving along. Speaking about, speaking about how can we make this in a how can we make this transition? Speaking of speaking queens. About, speaking of queens. Oh yeah. Taylor Swift, the Queen Taylor herself. Swift. We can start with Mr. Perfectly Fine. Katie cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, well, yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> the thing is, I was just like channeling the vibes of like what it was like, like you know, listening to her like back. I don't know, it was just it emotional. Just hit you. And it was, and it, it, I cried at the back, the goodbye, Mr. Perfectly Fine, but I was like, yes, goodbye. Yeah, honestly, so fucking it was like, Yeah, it was like, yeah, you know? And there was some, there were some lyrics in there, like, they were just emotional, you know? When she said, Mr. Casually Cruel. Ah, Mr. Everything revolves around you. And it's also just such a good bop, like, it's such a it's good, like. such a good, like, breakup anthem. Yeah, a best song on the vault. Definitely. Album. I think it would have been like up there in best songs on the album had it been released. 
Yeah, I don't understand why they said no. Because think about it, think about it. You know how she puts like, tell me why you're not sorry and the other one that sounds like those, like all in the trio, they're always in the three. Because they're like yeah. the sad breakup songs. Imagine those and then Mr. Perfectly Fine at the end. So she's like mourning the death of the breakup, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, Mr. Perfectly Fine, fuck you. Oh, I'm yeah. actually not sad anymore. That would have hit so hard if that was on the so hard. I, I don't understand why they didn't put it in. But I'm glad that they didn't because like, otherwise I feel like I would have been disappointed with the vault. So True, true, true. Um, yeah, no, s- such a bop. And like, yeah, I also like... They're just good, just good, just a good song. It's I really just good vibes. Like, like I just kept playing. I played it to mom and she was like, this is so good. And I was like, I know. Yeah, and like the music bit, like the... Anyway, best song of the Vault songs, 100%. I also loved all the memes. That they did. Were you like looking at the memes when it came out? It was really funny. About, I saw like, the like, Joe Jonas and, and, and Sophie when they like got their, vaccina- their vaccines. Oh, and um, everyone was Mr. Perfectly Vaccinated. It's a bit Mr. <laughs> Perfectly vaccinated. Yeah, yeah really love it, love it. Yeah, it was. It's just a good. It's a good song, and I think that the Swifties are here for it. You know, <laughs> and the album, the re-record. Should we talk about the Vault songs first? Or just Have like you the listened? Well, what what did you do? Did you listen to the thing the whole way through, or did you like listen to the Vault songs only? Well, I listened to. Um, so what I did is I listened to like, the Vault songs first, and then I listened to the other songs. Um, I didn't do it like in the order of the album or anything. Um, so have you listened to them all? Bar like a few, yeah. If I actually get the if I get the album up, I listened to all the ones that were like worth listening to. <laughs> you see, you would think, but there were some surprising ones that absolutely rocked me to my core. The re-recordings, yeah, like fucking "You Belong with Me." What the fuck was that? That was amazing. No, I loved that. No, no, absolutely not. No, I, I loved it. it. No, there was no umph. There was no umph. There was no, that's umph. how I felt. No, that's how I felt about Forever and Always. There was no umph. Forever and Always, the re-recording was shocking. Yeah, no, that, that's what my, my, one of my notes for this, for this, one of my notes was, like, a lot, she's lost the umph. The umph That's gone. what it, well, that's, well, my, interesting, because my overall note was that she's made it all softer, which I think works for some songs really well, but doesn't work for others. Like, I feel like Forever and Always, like, you needed that umph. But for songs like, um... The way She's I got an acoustic it. version as well, like for God's sake. Like, yeah, she had no the acoustics it. on the original album though. Huh? There's an acoustic on the original album. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying she's but in the new one as well, she's got the acoustic version and the non-acoustic version. Why did she need why didn't she belt the non-original in the non-original? Do you know what I mean? Why why is she making that softer if you've got an acoustic version? Because the whole album was softer because her vocals aren't are softer now. Yeah. But I think that yeah. really worked for the way I loved you amazing the re-recording of that sensational um untouchable the re-recording her voice is so much better on untouchable now because it's just like the softness to it Mm. yeah I thought that you belong with me was weird I didn't I wasn't sure about that I loved it but I mean personal preference it wasn't shouty enough I think yeah it's her new voice her new voice her voice is definitely (laughs) new voice voice. I think it's good that it was at least there's a bit of difference like I could tell yeah that it was, yeah which because for, for the for the love story re-recording I was like bitch this is exactly the same like I was yeah like, <laughs> Ali, yeah but it's yeah I'm happy that she's re-recorded them um and there's also you can tell that like there's, it's the, the production's a bit different as well for them mm. Aaron Destner did um a lot of the guitar and stuff 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You love Arundesma? I love Arundesma. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. I only cried at one song. Which one oh, do you think? Of the Vault songs? Or of the no, album? of the whole album. Which one do you think I cried at? I cried at one too. Can you? So you can guess mine and I'll guess yours. Okay, I'm going to guess that you cried at... Quite bad. I was going to say, is it predictable? I mean, you cried at Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yeah, but that wasn't the one I was talking about. Oh, okay, crazy. so you cried at two. But okay. I didn't cry, I didn't cry at Mr. Perfectly Fine today. Oh, you cried, oh, so you cried at one today? Is what I cried at one today. Oh, mm-hmm. let me see. Did you cry at White Horse? No. Breathe? Good guess, though. No, also good guess. I don't know. Breathe. Every recording of Breathe is really good. It's really good, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one. Fifteen. Oh, really? It just brings back vibes. Do you know what I mean? Like it was. Like, I never oh. liked that one. I know you didn't. For me, I like fifteen. I I listened to it when I was fifteen, and it was like the the bulk. Well, actually, I have something to say to that. But guess, guess, um, guess which one? Um, tell me why. No. Not not the other side of the door. No, but that was oh, that was great. That was great. It was the best day. And the I best have, day. I've you always, hate that song. I know I hate that one, but that's the thing. I think with the best day in fifteen, seeing how far she's come from singing about being a child, that's where I think the softer vocals really work yeah. so much better because it's so much more retrospective. Maybe that's why I cried at fifteen. Just maybe that's it. why because it's like so far like back. So far long ago, yeah. Listening to the best day and like thinking like imagine her dad like hearing her make that song about him and put it in an album and she was saying like this is my way to show you how much I care and I was like fuck me I was like crying. So good, yeah. No, I think they're just they're just songs that are such statements from her. Mm. But I think the Belters. Are not good on this. Not as not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I as agree. good. Okay, what are we thinking about the vault songs? Other than Mr. Pepperly Farm, which we've discussed that we love and are obsessed with. Of obsessed. Um, I think you know what? That's when I really liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when I, that's when I liked. It was Don't You. I loved Don't You. Can't remember how that goes. Don't you was when she was like, "You're with that new girl. Don't you smile at me unless you want to get back to oh, the girl, like, yeah, girl, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just picturing it was like we were in uh, in Quinn's art gallery in One Tree Hill, <laughs> and everyone yeah. turned up to the art gallery thing. This has nothing. It, we're just in that setting, but it's Tate and the guy, and it's like, oh no. And it was just like you know, like seeing someone like that. It was like, wow, it's great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Don't you? Good. I, I did think we were happy is like really sad. It's kind of like white horse vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um I wasn't, yeah. And then bye bye baby, not obsessed, but maybe Yeah, I wasn't that obsessed. It's because like, it was the last one I expected, like a big last song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um all of them. I'll... I want her to re-record the You Belong With Me music video. I think that would be insane. <laughs> that would be so fun if she did that. <laughs> yeah, it would. That would be really good. But he would, yeah, he would play the, do you think it would be the same guy? That I really hope Lucas still would do it again. That would be really funny. What's he doing nowadays? He's in something, I think. He Does he go out with someone? I've, I've seen him recently. Have you? I, well, not obviously, n- not in person. 
Why is there a day just walking on the street? <laughs> yeah, he actually lives lives uh, in the UK now. You think she'll like really stall, like do each one really slowly? Like, do you know what I mean? Is she gonna do the re- like the re-releases? Is she gonna do them? Like, is it? We get, can we expect like one more this year, or can we like expect all of them this year? I I don't know. I feel like maybe she might drop like one at Christmas. I feel like she might do like similar to like folklore and Evermore, like do two a year. Yeah, we have we have the next one is Speak Now. And we have oh, is she definitely doing them all in order and then doing Taylor Swift first? That, that's the way I thought she was going to do it. But I don't know if she might do it a different way. Even going to bother doing Taylor Swift. Why would she not do Taylor Swift? Well, she just started with Fearless, so I assume she's just not doing it. No, I assumed she was going to do all of them and then do Taylor Swift, re-record Taylor Swift last. And it's like a whole big coming home type thing. And then that might be the last thing she ever puts out. Imagine. I do have a feeling that she's not going to report anything else out again. Mm. I really hope I'm wrong. I mean, as in, I think she'll do the re-recordings and then be like, that's it, my career's done. I own everything and I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that's not true. She's got to do another tour. Like, she's got to do another tour. The thing is, though, if she does... Like, what She's released so much since the Reputation tour. What would, the, what would her angle be with a new tour? I feel like she needs to do an all-day festival. The, the, that's what she was going to do for Lover, the love of the Taylor Swift Fest. Yeah, but she needs to do that more. What do you mean by fest? Like she does it, she goes to a place for a weekend <laughs> and non stop performs. <laughs> I don't think she's going to do that. <laughs> it's very selfish of her. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because I mean, I personally wouldn't mind if she didn't really do the Lover album. I mean, she, she has to do Cruel Summer true maybe she'd just do like the most popular songs but then does that like then you want to see like the niche ones that you like performed as well do you know what I mean I that's what about an album tour is because like that you they do every single song on the album pretty much bar bar one or two yeah like even if your song that you like your favorite song wasn't the biggest single it you'll it will still you'll still get to hear it live yeah this a tour with all of these she'll just do the the, the big ones because she's got so many yeah like I want to see happiness live do you know what I mean bro no I can't relate yeah. see, exactly and that's the point I want to see seven live yeah I wouldn't mind seeing seven live seven's a good song seven is a good song it's my favorite when it first came out you know me too that was the first one that I like loved yeah it's going to slap different when she tours and we need to work out what she's going to do. And I don't care if the ticket's 300 quid. I'm going. I'm going. Like, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> if she's not touring in the UK, I'm going to fly to wherever she is touring. Oh, my God. No, that'd be so cute. Vacation. Vacation. Taylor Swift vacation. We could look for where the cheapest tickets are and legit just fly there and have a holiday there and then go see Taylor Swift there. Yeah. Literally, I'm so down for no, that. That would be really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, she lives in Primrose Hill, which is close to oh, where of I live. Of course, of course. So, when I get back to London, I'm searching for her. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Taylor Swift watch. You know, demand that she gives me a personal concert when... <laughs> on the top of Primrose Hill. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine though, like if we if we actually saw her? I don't know. Is... What, what would you do though? What would you say to her? You don't want to be. You don't want to be a dickhead and be like, yo, like. <laughs> 
I definitely, definitely wouldn't be like, can I have a picture? Because I hate that. I yeah, hate no, that. I wouldn't do that. That's just like, all you care about is showing that you've met them. Like, I'd want to, but you don't want to be that person. So it's like, oh my God, you're my idol. Like, I've loved you forever. I, I don't know. What do you say? I know what I, I think I would be, I think she'd really like what, I, I think I would just say to her, like, your lyricism has like changed my being and like from being so young and hearing you and like having you be like such an influence I feel like she'd be really interested I've said this before she'd be really interested in hearing you would have heard that a bazillion times no but no Katie but we're cool (laughs) we're cool no because she hasn't really seen anyone since folklore came out I'd be like how did you do cardigan girl like that shit went so hard like every single lyric is insane and she'd be like, wow, thank you. Thank you. She'd be like, my bodyguard. And then, you know what? I would butter up Joe Alwyn first. So it doesn't look like I'm leaving him out. I'd be like, really excited to see you in that show with Jemima Kirk. Or I'd just go up to them and be like, yo, like, how are you doing today, bro? <laughs> be like, yo, nice to see you round. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> Shut up. I'd be like, yo, you ever been to Spoons? Want to go get a drink? Oh my God, you write about London Boy, like hackney and shit. Like, let's do that. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Let's go to the pub. Let's go to the pub. We can tell you stories from uni. We know you like those, Taylor. (laughs) Exactly. She has a new song, like, those two stalker girls that came up to me on Primrose Hill. I can't think of something that like rhymes with Primrose Hill right now. See, dream. I don't care in what context she writes about me. If she writes about me, it's, it's, <laughs> she's like a ginger bitch. I'd be like, fine, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's what like Harry. I was watching a video today of like Harry Styles, and he was saying like, when someone asked him about Taylor Swift writing about him, he was just like, yeah, well, she's a really good songwriter. Someone, honestly, I just I'm really flattered. <laughs> and he yes. was like. Even if she writes something that's not that flattering, the fact that she's like used her songwriting talent to write about me is really flattering. And that's I was like, so true, though. So true, bestie. Dude, that, that's right. And that's why I stand Harry. That's the only reason why you stand Harry. I mean, it's one of the one of the few, one of the many. When it, mm-hmm. many, I do stand Harry. I'm not obsessed with Harry, but I stand Harry. Oh uh, yeah, same. Okay. Anything um, else? Oh, I was gonna say, the entire time I was listening to the album this morning my mind just kept going like this is about Mal and Melina <laughs> oh my god so should we talk about the books wait no but I want to talk about because you sent me that song and you said oh my god Mal well yeah because on the side of the door and I was like because, <laughs> exactly <laughs> you were saying it was exactly about Mal yeah, but because because in the thing when he was like, she was like going through the door, going through the door. Oh, like, oh, oh! You didn't. Oh, see, I was listening to you belong with me, and I was like, oh my god, this is literally Mal watching Alina be with the Darkling, and when he goes to the castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the thing. If we're gonna talk about this book, do we do we go? We do we go into it? Like, are we gonna talk? <laughs> do we, we we can approach this either as like a general like wheel of the books or we can like just be like we're spo- spoilers spoilers crazy yeah i know i would say i would say we go spoilers i say we go spoilers too because otherwise it's just boring isn't it yeah um yeah, okay. okay so this is gonna feature grishava spoilers yeah yeah we haven't finished have you finished the last book no i'm on page like 270 
I'm on like 295 or something like that. Whoa, so, yeah. well, I'm at, we've only, we've just got back to the boarding house. Like, that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, no, what, what happened? When I... Don't tell me what happened where you got to. <laughs> shit, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. It's, bad stuff's happened since then, actually. Don't tell me that, bro. <laughs> I don't like knowing the exact page. I told you the page. No, but I don't like knowing. Yeah, I apologise. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. So, this is, you belong with me. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Also, there was another one. Um, oh, the way I loved you is <laughs> when Alina goes to see the Darkling in those visions and she's thinking like, wow, I love Mal, but like me and the Darkling had this cute, like weird little relationship. Like that is so, so true. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like works for that. For what song? The way I loved you. Oh, I see. I mm. see. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the books. Ruin and Rising. I was obsessed. It was so fun. We were all best friends, escaping the caves together. How funny when like Tolia kept like saying all those like lyrics to that poem, and Genny was like, "Can he shut the fuck up?" Like we were all just best friends. Yeah. And then oh. I was about to go to sleep, but I pushed myself to get to past page two hundred. And Nikolai is a monster? Yeah. And it was 1am. And I just finished that. And when I tell you, I couldn't even cry because I was so upset. I was just lying in bed for two hours until I fell asleep. Turns into, turns into, not is a. Turns into, yeah. But I have a theory that like, he's going to be the one to kill the Darkling. Like he's going to swoop into the fold with them when they go to the fold and he's going to kill the Darkling because... The Nochevoya, Nichevoya, can't get him because he's part of them. So, like, he could be the one to be like, you know. But also because he's part of the Darkling, couldn't the Darkling just not? I don't know if the Darkling, like, fully controls him. Yeah, well, he doesn't. Can you not? No spoilers. Can you (laughs) not, bro? (laughs) Yeah, um, I I think it's, it's good, it's good, like, the third book, Moon and Rising, I am enjoying it. Do you stand Mal yet? Do you, do you get it? Like, yeah, I guess, but like, it's just, it's just annoying me, but there's just like something missing. Something missing with Mal? Yeah, there's just like something missing from him that I would like. He does. What? He, he does have banter though, he's like cocky and like... No, like he does, but like, it's just like, not the, like, it's just not enough. Bitch, he's like, he, he does everything for her. No, I know, but like, it's just like, he's just not as, f- like, there's nothing gripping about him, you know? It's just like, oh, okay, Mal. She didn't, I'm going to say she didn't build it up enough in the first book between her and Mal. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's maybe an author's issue. <laughs> Take it up with the author. <laughs> I really like Mal. I, I, I just, I, I, know, I really you, do. you know what's so funny? If people are listening to this and they've never read the books, like, this all sounds insane. Mm. Like oh the Nichevoya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are your favorite characters at the moment? Who's my favorite character? I do like, I really like um Zoya. She's a bad bitch. I love her. Yeah, I obviously love David. <laughs> David. Big fan. Um, really do. Obviously, I love Mal. Like Mal is Mal is in my head, Lorraine's boyfriend with shorter hair. Lorraine's, yeah, we've we've realised that the um the man with the nipple t-shirt is actually 
Lorraine's boyfriend. Remember last time when you were saying that he had a t-shirt that showed his nipples? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's Lorraine's boyfriend. Lorraine's boyfriend, we worked it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also do like Ganya, which I know is just basic, but like she's she's cute. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I like Misha king when he was doing that little stupid dance so funny it's crazy i'm trying to like in my head like i can't pick like eight i know i can't picture an eight-year-old that's a that's a child yeah um Um, yeah oh i i love harshaw my king i literally love him and his cat so cute yeah and he's 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 i think the thing is what i like i said to you yesterday is that you don't know shit about him either. Like, it's just quite funny. Like, That's why don't... it's funny, because he just says, like, weird shit, and you're just like, okay. Because <laughs> he, he's only, he only appeared in the third book, didn't he? Or... Yeah. I just, like, suddenly we're writing about this guy, and I'm like, who is he? Like, I don't even know. Yeah, suddenly he's with us. We're like, okay. Yeah. I do actually, I don't quite understand Tolia and Tehilti. Tamar. What yeah. do you mean? Like, I didn't... They, I, I, I can't admit my mind about them. Like, I think that they, they're not, they're a bit uninteresting, but they're also kind of, like, needed, you know what I mean? No, I like them. I think, yeah, they're a bit boring, but, like, yeah, necessary. Yeah. Like, what would we do without Big Fat Toya? Exactly. I honestly imagine him like a giant. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, Hagrid-type vibes. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, that's the, that's Is the he point. supposed to be, like, a giant? Yeah, he's called, the, they, they call him the giant all the time. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if they just meant, like, he's tall. No, 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 like, he's big. He's big. Oh, he's a giant, okay. Like, the giant from, have you ever seen The Princess Bride? Mm-hmm. You know the giant in it? No, because the thing is, they're, like, big people, and then they're, like, giant. No, he is a giant. Type, look up The Princess Bride giant. He's a very, very ugly man. <gasps> he's so lovely. That's the thing. There is something about giants being so like harmless, isn't there? Yeah. I'm just enjoying pictures of the giant. Ew! <laughs> I just googled him and it just came up with this picture, and the writing says, "On the set of The Princess Bride, Andre the Giant once let out a 16-second fart and brought production to a standstill." <laughs> nobody said anything except director rob rayner who said are you okay andre to which andre replied i am now boss (laughs) is he dead now yeah i think he's dead now that's the thing i always feel really weird when you watch like old films and stuff and you just know that they're all dead that's how i felt i rewatched like the first episode of glee the other day and like just watching it's so scary because you're like Cory Monty's dead, Puck's dead, Santana's dead. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it's Glee is like a cursed TV it's show. Just if I was scary. That, I'd be terrified. I'd be like, bitch, it's coming to me next. <laughs> like, it's, it's a curse. Someone has cursed Glee. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like, yeah, like the like the director did some kind of spell to make it a big hit and now like everyone's reaping the yeah, everyone's dying. Um, it's such a, it's so ironic as well because Glee was such like a happy TV show and it was just meant to be so lovely and then it just 
it's really fun. Yeah, but also I do feel like there's like a weird, like it, it low-key makes sense though, because the guy that made that also, it's like Ryan Murphy, you know, like he also made American Horror Story and Ratchet and like all these weird things. Hollywood as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird TV show that. Exactly. Like I feel like he did something, like he made a deal with the devil. But it was completely ridiculous. I can, I understood that it was not a good TV show. <laughs> you watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it because because every it was it was it was ridiculous how everything went right all the time not a single thing went wrong which is why i could watch it because i'm a person that like gets very stressed out like, and like i take everything really literally in a tv show like i don't realize like when things are just like not like i mean obviously i know it's a tv show but i just get so like into it that when everything goes wrong i freak out and, that, and, and this is a telling of the tv show that i could watch the whole thing because nothing <laughs> went wrong literally and it's and it was and it was trying to tackle like really serious issues like gay people in Hollywood like black people in Hollywood and they just everything went right which is just completely stupid and I can't believe they even like put it on Netflix like just to, to suggest that one person just it suddenly they accepted gay people in Hollywood and yeah suddenly there was no there was no apartheid and it was all fine like it was just so ridiculous it was completely stupid was it based on a true story absolutely not like <laughs> I think it tried to be kind of based like loosely on the kind of the revolution that did happen but like obviously that took place over 50 years not just because one time there was they just did they released one film and everyone suddenly loved loved everyone and it was all fine it was very silly wait so how can you read the Grisha books then because everything goes wrong in those books How, how could you read them True, I don't know actually. That's that's a good that's a good point. I don't like it when things go wrong. It's really hurting me. It's really hurting me. When things go wrong though, what I do is I just read really quickly to get to them <laughs> again. Do you know what I mean? I always figure like it's gotta be fine in the end. So like I just like I just like read really quickly to like I really don't to- think it is. I think she might have to kill Mal. Nah, well obviously No, I feel like Mal's gonna die. And then, like, someone else is going to kill Mal, and then she's going to be like, shit, got to get his bones anyway. But you, you got to the point where, where Mal is... Mal's her... Yeah. You know that he is... That she has got to kill him to get... Well, no, but she, we're, we're, we're planning what David said. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And obviously that's going to go wrong, because if there's one thing I've taken from this book, is that whenever, <laughs> they, whenever, they, whenever they talk about a plan, some, that a plan never happens. Never happens. Always. Do you remember when, oh my God, she's such a fucking bitch. When the writer, when, well, when they were like, oh yeah, Alina, you and Nikolai are going to go on a tour of West Ravka together. I was like, cute. Mal and, I mean, Alina and Nikolai time in West Ravka. Fuck you, bitch, for letting me think that was going to happen. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. And, um, yeah, literally whenever it's always like when they're about to start the plan yeah it's like no he's like hello no <laughs> plan cancelled um so yeah i just i i do i don't think i don't think that mal will die i think he will i don't think he will i think they'll end up together mm, i don't know i think he's gonna go- die um i think she might die at the end Huh? No, no, no. She won't die at the end. Really? How do they write that she died? Um, like so many like Divergent ends with her dying. Spoilers for Divergent. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, that's why the whole last. Well, yeah, but she dies at the end of the last book. 
And then you just have like a few chapters of four, and it's like fuck. I don't think I don't think that she'll die. I don't know though. Maybe mm. it's kind of happy think... if she does die. Yeah, maybe maybe like her and Mal just go to heaven together, and they just like chill. Ew, that'll be shit. I will have to see. We'll have to see. I did I... see on her blog that she said that not everyone survives. I I have a big. I accidentally spoiled myself because I didn't. Don't tell me. Now, I'm not going to tell you. But I'm just going to say that I looked up a character because I didn't. I googled them because I didn't. I couldn't remember how like they got into it. Because and I was like, who are they? And then I googled them and it was like they're dead. It was like it wasn't dead. harsh or was it, you bitch? Referred to, referred to the character as dead. It was harsh or wasn't it, you bitch? Yeah, harsh dies. Yeah. The, the Katie. <laughs> <laughs> he dies. No, you're such a. I. Oh, I wanted to find that out on my own time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking tell me that right now. I was spoiled too. I was. <laughs> no, but that's not the point. You've been spoiling me for ages. You spoiled me about what the characters look like in the show. You spoiled me about what page some drama happens. You spoiled me that Harshaw dies. What well, you told me, well, do you know what? It's all payback because you told me the damn was Gossip Girl all those years ago. Oh my god, you cannot fucking compare this to me telling you that Dan was Gossip Girl. Are you fucking yeah. joking? <laughs> Katie, Dan being Gossip Girl has no meaning for the plot whatsoever. It, it, but the whole thing, you're like, who's Gossip Girl? And you're like, it's Dan. No, because the whole thing isn't who's Gossip Girl. No, no, it was a big thing. It was a big deal. It was not a big deal. The writers didn't even... Hello. Katie just told me yeah. that my favourite character dies. What, in you monkey children's books? Yes. <laughs> I'm actually fuming about that. I apologise. I'm actually really, 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 really angry about that. That he dies, although I told you. Both. Grow No, if it's mum, you didn't get it. <laughs> I also I also spoiled myself that Sergei died, dies, but I, but he's got to that point now as well. But I knew he died in the second book because I didn't know who he was in the moment of research in the first book. He didn't die in the second book. Sorry, the third book. Katie. I've worked very hard. To avoid this. I'm new to the reading thing. I, I always like forget, like the thing is, is that I was like, so when, when, when let's say when you're confused about the plot and you're like, oh, I just can't remember. Don't Google it. Never Google it. Never Google it. Never Google it. Because the, the problem with me is if I get a tiny bit of information that I shouldn't have, I work it out. Like the tiniest bit. Yes. And it's in the back of my mind. I can't even help it. My mind just goes boom. And I'm like, why? Googling characters is definitely bad because um, it just tells you if they die or not. It's not not about that. Um, like the hard way. But yeah, I'll be finishing. It's not even that, but it's like also like if you Google their name and like <clears throat> it's like how many people like love that character, you can kind of gauge if they die or like what happens to them. So it's just like yeah. really dangerous. True. Dangerous, dangerous territory. I've got the next, when we do finish, I've got the duology. Six of three, you want to oh, I only got one. Where do you think they're from in this one? I don't know. Ketadam. Can you not tell me? It was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
blurb for God's sake. I don't sake. read the blurbs. Right. Millie gets very sensitive with any. I'm really sensitive. About you know, on the back of the Grisha books where it says "Soldier Summoner Saint." Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to look at the back, but I looked at the back when I read the second one, and I saw that Summoner was green in that one, and Saint was red in the last one. So that means she's going to be a saint in the third book. And I already knew that we were going to go down that path of her becoming a saint before I even started the book, and I'm so angry. You basically don't read the blurb even. No. Everything's a lie. It's fine. Anyways, speaking of books, I want to tell everyone that you made a PowerPoint, a literal <laughs> point. A really bad PowerPoint at that, but yeah. I don't even think so, dude. <laughs> you thought it was a good PowerPoint. The PowerPoint of all the different book series that we should read next. Yeah, with reasons for why we should and shouldn't read. Well, it wasn't should or shouldn't, it was just all the knowledge that I have about said book. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was completely ridiculous. You just presented the whole PowerPoint and you were like, and, and she was like, choose which book to read. Mm-hmm. Which, and I was like, wow, the pressure. Like, what, what, wow. Um, but yeah, that was a really fun experience. So we've chosen, we've, we've gone, narrowed it down to like three se- like series, haven't we? One of the series is, is, the mortal instruments the shadow hunters like whole universe which is katie when i tell you it's long haul mortal instruments that's what it is yeah that's that's the one yeah because it's the film with lily collins and the tv show shadow hunters that's the one with the victorian wizards yeah we're all about that yeah who's the author for for these books cassandra clare interesting so there's like six mortal instruments then there's three infernal devices then there's three other ones and then there's like maybe like four like just like one-off short story books it's crazy well yeah so that's that that'll happen next (laughs) (laughs) but maybe we should um maybe we don't talk about it because i'll just spoil you and you my no i'll just have to like read ahead we quicker than me because you know do you know how fucking graceful i am katie when i got to page 210 and i found out that nikolai got turned into a half evil thing i didn't say oh my god have you got to page 210 yet because then you would know that something was happening i said what page are you on sorry sorry i'll do that in the future that's how nice i am you're so nice um another mental breakdown news I'm watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yolanda has Lyme disease. Yeah, well, obviously, that's, like, very much known fact. She's no, not a no, but, like, no, yeah, but this Lyme disease, is like, this season, it's bad. Like, she literally said, like, I would have flung myself off the balcony already if it wasn't for my kids. She's, like, that poorly. She's really poorly. And I love Yolanda so much. She's my favourite. Well, she's Gigi Hadid's, Gigi and Bella Hadid, mum, isn't she? Yeah, they're on the show. Oh, are they? Yeah, there's this whole thing about how Bella got a DUI. <laughs> DUI? Driving under the influence. And she was really pissed because her dad had a D, like, died in a car accident. Yolanda's dad. Oh, dear. So, like, that was all beat them. Yeah. So, like, is she, like, is she not getting better from the treatment then? Well, I don't know. Is she better now? 
She fully got bit by a tick then, didn't she? Yeah, and the ticks give Lyme disease. Nina had two ticks in her head the other day. It was terrifying. Nina is a cat. But, um... Animals get them all the time. Yeah, I know, but that gave me anxiety. Like, what if it goes on me? She seems all right now. Yanda, yeah, I know. But, like, she's doing this ridiculous treatment. Like, she had all of the um, metal caps removed from her teeth because she thought she had too high mercury levels. And, like, in her house, she has this, like, massive cupboard, like, wardrobe just full of pills. Oh, my God. It sounds scary. Like, Justin Bieber's had it as well, didn't they? Yeah, but, like, some people say that they use... Sorry, what? Really into peaches right now, the song Peaches. Is it Justin Bieber? Yeah, you know the I get my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, that's it. I've never heard it. Well, well, I listened to it on repeat the other day, like just you Yeah, have you not? Like, you'll have heard of it. Let me. Let me I've never it. heard it. How we? People put it on their story on Instagram all the time. I don't think I've heard it. Vibes. Such a good song. It's getting me pumped for summer. Very exciting. Guess whose album I listened to the entirety of this week. Megan the Stallion. Yes, wait, did I tell you? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> How crazy. It was really good. Yeah, no. There was this one song I wasn't obsessed with. It was, you know, Popcorn, the like rapper guy. Nakib likes him, I think. Yeah, Nakib likes everything that's bad. Yeah, no, no, no. But like when I say like bad, I mean like he sang the chorus of this song on Megan the Stallion's album. And all the, the chorus goes, it goes, sexual intercourse, sexual intercourse. But like he has like a thing on his voice, like, you know, like um, it's like really, what's it? Edited? Auto-tuned. It's like really auto-tuned. So it's like sexual intercourse. But like it sounds like that's awful. That was actually one of my topics for this week, actually, I wanted to talk about in the in seriousness. Uh-huh. Like in a serious, com- and I can I want to have an open conversation about this because I was thinking about this today. And I was thinking, we live in a society, like, all great conversations stuff. We live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was thinking that, like, we have a society. (laughs) Mm. That woman, like, that I think is, like, really overly sexualized, but at the same time, like, not sexualized enough. Like, do you Mm. know what I mean? I, like, think, like, it's how I would like to have a discussion about that. And, like, I think, you know, we over-sexualize a lot, like women are just over-sexualized all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then we're also like, but it's also really great that we're like Cardi B or whatever, they're all about like female pleasure. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, there's a lot around like women, sh- it, like should now, I don't know, there's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we did a whole, um, my American popular culture module, we did a whole week about this about specifically WAP, the song, um, which took up a lot of the discussion time in that seminar, um, about like black women's bodies, like they've always been praised for their bodies. Like when they were slaves, like when slaves were a thing in America, like slaves were put on shows and that made them seem worthy. And like, so now like women like that are using their bodies to kind of like get seen as worthy in the eyes of men and like white producer males to like get their music made. And otherwise they wouldn't have a chance at getting their music made. Mm-hmm. And, and then, but of... like, that's just like one take on it. And then also then there's another like branching off that is like, is that good or is that bad? You know, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Like, would it be like, is, I guess it's a, it'd be an interesting conversation to have as, as well, like with the artists themselves and be like, do you like, 
are you about sexualizing yourself to this degree like do you want to be sexualized this much like did Nicki Minaj go into her career thinking I'm just going to be a sex object like like that yeah but also um, me listening to that um pop calm song I was like what is like what's the motive for this song you know and like again as well it's like singing about little sexual intercourse like blah blah, blah like in just such a blazing like manner like that like Sexual. Yeah, it's like what like why is that a good song like it's not coming from anywhere emotionally <laughs> it's not and again even I think as well that like so like in the fact that like society is like yeah now we like we are like we have like sex workers and we're like and mm. women are like able to like make money from sex and blah blah, blah like and like also women are now able to like we're, talk, we're talking about female pleasure and blah, blah 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 then there's also an element of like but like what if I don't want to be part of that you know, yeah yeah like big titty big ass like <laughs> big, wet ass pussy do you know what I mean <laughs> like what like what if I don't have a wet ass pussy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like it's like a really big like pendulum swing though because like we've gone from like oppression and we didn't go into like we didn't go into like equal we just went straight the other way into like sexualization it was like oppression sexualization just like the pendulum swung completely different but also like it yeah it's a thing about like women feeling like sexualization is a way to be seen yeah exactly or be like women being like blatantly so open about like about sex as well which is really good but at the same time like is it not a bit like um like if I don't want to speak about it like or if I don't want to do you know I don't know it's just getting the balance right between being like sex mm-hmm. and also not not scaring people like I don't know like because I'm not like crazy in in in, in like do you know what I mean or like I don't know yeah <laughs> it's like a, it just seems like a very personal thing like to decide how far you're going to take it but like in the media yeah like that's what boundaries I boundaries mean. are constantly being pushed so it's like is that expected of me or are the boundaries being pushed for me to be able to choose yeah. how open I am with it I feel like women are now kind of expected to be like really sexual and mm-hmm. be like 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 that men are just going to expect us to just be like mad in bed because like we have all this sexual <laughs> song and we like and we and we talk about female pleasure all the time blah, 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 and that we're just gonna be like yeah yeah woo sex but like I think I think it's like more complex than that you know yeah and that that, that gives me a lot of anxiety and that like I, I just that's why I just like masturbating on my own <laughs> it gives me a lot of anxiety the idea like, I'm really terrified of what people think that I, I'm meant to be doing like I just by the way I'm not Nicki Minaj just before we get into this <laughs> yeah no literally and do you know what I mean I just thought that it's interesting because we like is the is the madly sexual society you live in also just like a bit like is it not like scary is it scary yeah it is and it also feels like a little bit of like a weird kind of like distraction topic mm, yeah so much like all the time and a lot of the yeah it's just a weird one I think that it's like getting the balance right I don't think we're I don't think we're there no but then you know pendulums often have to swing the complete other way to find a medium yeah yeah and it's also not fair that it just all falls on black women yeah that's I think really like shows it's reflected on like yeah, I don't know it's bad it's bad mm-hmm. I think that shows something's not quite right there um so yeah anyway sex positive sex sex 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that SNL did a David Dobrik apology sketch? No. Yeah, they did. What was... Well, like, the thing was, I was low-key disappointed with it because it was like... um, Kyle Mooney and Beck, well, it was Kyle Mooney that did the sketch. And he's usually, like, really on the pulse in terms of, like, social media-y type things. Um, but I feel like it's just, like, SNL at, like, a generation too old to be doing YouTube sketches because they don't quite get it. Like, yeah. it was it was quite, like, it was him and Daniel Kaluuya. And it was him going, like, wow, now I'm going to pop my friend in the asshole. Like, I'm going to punch him up the bum or something like that. And then he was, like, next video was, like, I'm apologizing for punching my friend up the asshole. That was very wrong of me. And I'm very sorry I did that. And then like in the next video, like something else happened. And then he was like, I'm sorry about this apology. I have to apologize for this. And then something else happened. He'd be like, I'm really sorry, guys. I really hope this time from the bottom of my heart, you can forgive me. Um, smash out like button if you think that this is a good apology. Uh, if you want to see, here's all my other apology videos. I've got them in a playlist below. And it was, like, kind of funny, but also it was, like, you're really kind of missing the mark. Yeah. What, what was it, What were the comments? What the, did it have a backlash at all? Or, like... I didn't read them. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny they did that, though. I kind of, kind of rate it, but, like, kind of, like, yeah, it's funny. I don't I haven't I think I feel like SNL just like kind of needs to die you know what I mean like it's just how dare you too long isn't it no Becca Bennett and Kyle Mooney they'd be fired Katie they wouldn't have a job facts but how do they even I swear their audience numbers have like plummeted recently probably yeah no then they're not relevant anymore we're really like low energy today aren't we I'm just honestly I was okay and then you know what happened? You told me that Harshall dies and it really plummeted my energy and I'm like processing that in the back of my mind now. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I didn't have low energy, but I feel like I've just... Um, apparently. I'm just really upset about Harshall, to be honest. I just think it's a bit fucked up that you would even... tell me. When I said... Don't tell me. But if, but and you probably knew that if you told me that you Googled a character because you didn't understand how they got in the books, maybe 10 minutes after telling me that you didn't understand how he came in, I would put those fucking pieces together. I'm really sorry. It's just really fucked up and now I'm grieving. Maybe the website was wrong. Katie, the website was not wrong. He's a very colourful character anyway, let's be real. Well, if Mal dies, then we're equal. I honestly would rather he dies. Can I Google right now if he dies and tell you? No, no. Should I tell you if David dies? Shall I tell you if David dies? That's less offensive than if Mal dies. As in, I prefer David, but I don't prefer David. I I do like David, but I I wouldn't be really upset if he died. I would be upset, I don't know. (gasps) How dare you? I do like David. He's just like sweet, do you know what I mean? And I like him and I feel like Gen like him and Genya are just cute. Yeah, him and Genya are cute. And like him saying, like, oh, like before it was just a like your beauty was just like a shell and then then like Oh, that was nice. That was nice. I was like, oh you're so cute, that's so cute. I'm obsessed. The birds are really loud. 
in the recording. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Go out there and tell them to shut up. <laughs> I just think it's going to be a bit annoying for the readers. Readers? For the listeners. They like bird sounds. It's calming. People listen to bird sounds to go to sleep. Stop. Are you holding for the birds to stop because they're not going to stop? No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Um, did you see the shrimp in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch? You didn't see that? Shrimp in the cinnamon... Some man got Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you know, the cereals? Yeah, in America. Whole, yeah, there was two shrimps in it. Covered no. Cinnamon Toast Crunch frosting. Are you kidding? You didn't know about this? No. That's so funny. Did he get like a big, a big um? Well, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The person that worked for them sent back saying, um, they were like, no, that's just like a, a like a sugar ball. Like you're lying because he's a comedian. He's married to Topanga from Boy Meets World, um, and they were like, you're lying. And all of like the people, like other comedians, were like, he's lying. He always does this. Like cancel him. He's just trying to get attention. Like blah 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 blah. Turns out they were actual shrimp tails. And so he keeps digging through the box. And he keeps finding more weird shit in this box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And like at the bottom, there's just like this black stuff. And like the, the top of it had been tampered with. So everyone was saying like, oh, he's just put that stuff in there himself to be quirky. Turns out like in the factory somehow, a rat had gnawed into the box, shat in the bottom of the box and had gone around the factory collecting things and putting them in the box. Oh my God. Apparently. It does sound a bit like, really? Oh, but now, but then he was like, no, this is seriously true. So he's going to take the box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch to a lab to get tested to try and find out like what was actually in the box and how they got there. They're tracing the packing order to see like where it got to. It's crazy. That's wild. What would you do if you like just had, if you actually opened something and like it was like clearly similar to what we thought happened when we... (laughs) When we bought the Guinness on the way back from <laughs> last, it was two. This is a this is a fun story. This is a good story. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> two St. Patrick's days ago, we were coming home for quarantine, but we yeah. thought we can't get on the mega bus without a Guinness. It's St. Patrick's Day. Right. Worth noting that three St. Patrick's days ago, we went out, and I was saying to Katie. Let's get Guinness. Let's get Guinness. Never got Guinness. She got a snake bite instead and ended up throwing up into the toilets. So, if you'd got the Guinness. Yeah, snake bite bite is literally cursed. Like, I don't. What the fuck is snake bite? And I feel like it's a thing at our university Mm -hmm. that people do snake bite and it really angers me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to the the, the story. So, we get this four pack of Guinness. And we're like drinking the Guinness on the way back. And I see something in there. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. And I pop open the Guinness and I'm like looking in and there's like a little like white thing in there. And I'm like, no, what is that? Like there's something floating in there. Thinking it was like Phoebe in the episode of Friends where she finds the thumb in her Coke. And it was like rattling as well. Like you could hear it. Like yeah, it was rattling. And so then I'm like looking in and looking in and I was like, is it a thumb? Is it a golf ball? And then Shay looks in his and he's like, no, I have one too. I have one too. Meanwhile, Katie sat on the other side of me going, I don't have one. That's not fair. I don't have one. I don't have one. And so then she looked and we all had one and we thought we'd like won some prize. We thought it was like, if you find this in you. I was one bit like, wow, Googling it, like 
Guinness prize, like Guinness competition, like as in like, you know, one of those things where like find the lucky, find the lucky can or something and you can win like thousands of pounds. We were literally, that, that was our like brain like thought. We weren't even thinking, we weren't thinking what it was, that's for sure. <laughs> Not for a second did we think that that was meant to be there. <laughs> there wasn't even a possibility in our mind. Google, why is the white thing in the Guinness can we were just like what, did this what have we won that wasn't it wasn't what is it what have we won what is our price how much money can we split between the three of us we were like yeah yeah literally and anyway unfortunately our thoughts were crushed it turns out that they're in every Guinness can we're not special it's a it's some sort of like metal thing to keep the gas the right way yeah something stupid like that and then we spent probably the remainder of that coach trip playing guess guess who i am like guess who the questions yeah and i i had a character and katie and shay were getting so angry with me because it was a character from a movie from the 1950s and they were both going i haven't seen this movie i haven't seen this movie and i was going you definitely have and they were both going you're lying it's probably just a film that you think everyone's seen but they haven't and i was like no you've seen this fucking film and i was like you watched it when you were a kid and they were getting so angry it literally was probably like 40 minutes of you both getting so angry well the thing is though is that you were you weren't even <laughs> do you know when like we were attacking you and we were like you know like tell us when you just like do that grin and you're like no you'll know it you'll know it mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not and, and you just do that smile and you're like mm. and you know it you know it and like not budging and we were like then just tell us and you were like no because you know it and it was <laughs> you entertain it for far too long I think being smug yeah exactly you're a smug little bastard mate we were like we were like what is it and then i tripped you out because i was like a sequel came out recently (laughs) yeah exactly what was what even was it i can't remember it was toto from the wizard of oz (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was stupid man that was like 40 minutes of your life i've actually never seen the wizard of oz so shut up bullshit everyone's seen the wizard of oz and then my always my go-to when I play that game is Elon Musk. I think he's like really good. Shay, did I tell you about that time when me and Shay were playing that game? We were going to meet you at the student union, well, like the student pub, and we'd yeah. walked from um, the Spoons on the King's Road, mm-hmm. um, and we walked we walked the whole way from there to to there. Um, we were playing that, and for like thirty minutes of that, Shay was Doctor Who. Do you know how hard it is to figure out that's that he's a fucking good one though, isn't it? Like that's like so the thing. And I was like, yeah. is this show still on? And he was like, yeah, I think so. I was like, how old are you? Because I was like, are you over 50? He was like, yeah. I was like, are you over 100? He was like, yeah. I was like, are you over 200? I was like, yeah. And it was, I was just like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. I was like, have I seen the show? And he was like, I'm pretty sure you have. So <laughs> annoying. God, I love that you're playing that. I, we, we used to... <laughs> That was what we did when, we, when I went to Wimbledon. We just used to play that game all the time. Oh, wait, you worked at Wimbledon? Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. You know, that's the third time you've mentioned that in three weeks. Speaking of which, that they actually, the group chat for our group that we that we that I did it with was popping off yesterday. Oh. So that's really cute. They were like, guys, let's do it again. Like, and I was like, oh, missed you. Hi, Tom. Oh, he always comes in. <laughs> he doesn't any other time, I swear to God. I would love oh. to hear a joke. I saw a really obese girl dancing on a table at a club. 
And um, I said, nice legs. And she giggled. <laughs> said, do you really think so? I said, yeah, most tables would have collapsed by now. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Get it like table legs. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Tom. That's what I meant by the joke. Table legs with the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Dorothy's dead. Yeah, bro, she's old as shit. But she's dead. She's not old as shit. She's dead. Two years ago, you were crying because you realised you couldn't wear your wedding ceremony dress in the evening. No, I freaking know. Bloody hell! Like came with my snap memories. I was creasing. She's <laughs> so pathetic. But it was it is a very sad realization, guys. It listen the listeners, if you're listening. <laughs> you gotta think about wedding dress for the day and wedding dress for the night because you can't dance yeah. in a big so what are you gonna do about it? Well, I hadn't thought this through. It's pretty sad when you and realize your dead ass cried. Because I didn't know what to I was also a bit hungover and a bit confused. Where have we been? We've been to prison the night before. <laughs> There's a video of me talking to us. I filmed myself having a conversation with a with a random person. Please. Like, there's a video of me going, "Yeah, you should go to London. Like, it's a great place. Like, honestly, obviously you pay for it, yeah, but like, it's good. Like, it's a really great place. Like, you should go. You should just go." <sighs> this bitch was like, literally, not even giving me the time of day, and I'm recording myself having this conversation with him. Honestly, don't even know what I was doing. Anyways. Um, I'm gonna go because I need to get ready. Oh, I need to, we need to sign off. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode of Think 21. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even know what today was. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Outro music. <laughs> <laughs>